previously on the Arius Adventures. And I kind of, kind of softly, so nobody else can really hear. Um, but it's, um, have, you, have you seen Road at all? I'm not sure where he is, and he's he's never gone off like this, like ever. Not since we've met him. Uh, you guys don't see Road anywhere. Roads? It's really bothering me that Road's still out here. Okay, I really think we should head to the cove. Smithhurst Cove, which is just outside of the city. Okay, I'm gonna open the door and sort of call in. Hello, I'm uh, looking for the alley. I'm looking for the alley block brothers. I'm Vemoth, and this here is Emith. Vemoth and Emith. I will yes. never remember those. Along the way, just out of the peripheral vision of your eye, you happen to notice Naomi again. Rude just sort of stays kind of quiet for a moment and he goes, where is home for you? Right now, nowhere, just with my brothers. And he goes, the other nice thing about the road is that it's free. It's whatever you want it to be. You can go anywhere that you like. It's entirely up to you. You notice right next to the ship a larger galley. The guy turns and it looks like the fellow you guys got into a kerfuffle with oh, earlier. The ship. You guys have found yourself taken on by these brutes. And that is where we're going to leave it. Okay, so it's the three of you and Fiora. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Fiora leads you guys past the Tinker's Square or the Tinker's Road to the... Uh, Roads. Okay, we're doing that again. <laughs> 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 so you guys head past the Tinker's Road and where this uh, purple circle is is where the, the brother's workshop is. If y'all can see that. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you guys head there and out of all the shops, this and, and workshops that you've seen along the way and what this one looks like the most dilapidated shanty looking, uh, built, uh, building kind of wedged between these two nicer buildings. All right. I, uh, I walk in, you walk in, uh, when you walk in, you hear kind of like, uh, what actually no you don't hear um your foot kicks a bell that's like should be hanging up by the door it's on the ground so when you open the door your foot kind of like kicks that across the room and it just looks really dirty and musty in here uh you see shelves that just look more littered with junk than with anything of interest hello and you see a counter bell like one of those ding 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 Ding. I'll uh, go up to it and tippy-toe, ding, ding, ding. When you go to ding, ding, ding on it, it doesn't do the lighthearted ding, ding. It just does that kind of like broken, <laughs> like the bell inside is broken. It just does the ting. <laughs> yeah. <All right. laughs> nice establishment you have, I say out loud. Is anyone here? There's no immediate answer. Uh, the rest of you guys, uh, what are you doing as you walk into this building? Rose? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just eyeing everything. Um, seeing if... 
Is there a back door? Are there any clues to 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 road or? Um, you see a curtain behind the desk or behind the counter that leads further back into the building. All right, I jump over the counter and I yeah, I throw go. open the curtain. Hello. You guys go down a short hallway and whatnot, and you come in. Hey, into- block, block Brothers. No. Nope. <laughs> <Ollie> block. <laughs> Ollie Block Ollie, Brothers. Oh, Ollie, Ollie Block Brothers. Here. Lendock, <laughs> get. <laughs> I think you guys broke out of. <laughs> I can't stop. <laughs> Anyone home? <laughs> they're, they're rolling on the floor laughing. They they're, they're stunned. I'm looking at Adam from across the room and he's dying right now. Oh, good. You guys head back to this back workroom. And you see to the left, and he's still laughing. Uh, to the <laughs> left, you see a very organized, orderly, clean workspace. And then to the right, it looks like a tornado went through. It looks completely covered. It, it just looks like you see stuff not over. You see stuff spilt. You see broken glass. Like you see broken things. You see junk just scattered across the table. Uh, and no see, one's like, around. You see, like, half-eaten plates of stuff on that side of the room. Many. And nobody's around or anything. You don't see anybody around, but you do see a door that leads to the back courtyard area. Many of this doesn't look good. No. Uh, Looks like somebody trashed this place. <laughs> well, half this place. Can I, yeah, can we get a sense of the area? Can I try to make, like, an go insight ahead, of the area to see if this roll, like? I was going to say, go ahead and roll yeah. investigation checks for Whoever wants to get the yeah. Oh, nice. Natural 19. Nice. That's 22. Okay. So, uh. 13. Okay. So, as you guys are checking out the room, um, and Adam, you got a 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm still done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You need to get your shit together, Tittles. I know I'm not in no headspace right now. <laughs> okay, serious face on. Let's do this. Oh, All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so as you guys are investigating the side that looks clean and orderly, you see uh, a lot of things like labeled the name Lendock or just Len and everything. This looks to be like his workspace and everything. You see a couple of sketches of like a boat that's called the Mermaid and, uh, whatnot you see a few notes here and there kind of like bookkeeping stuff like this seems to be an organized brother who takes care of like you know the responsible stuff and uh adam you're over on the messier side checking that out and you see a case that's kind of like half open and you see like this white powder kind of scattered around it i taste it okay <laughs> i'm gonna need you to make a constitution check constitution check yes <laughs> this is why it plays an orc <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 13 it tastes really bitter at first 
as it like instantly dissolves. How much? How much did you taste at? I, I just mean, like took that. a finger, and then after I taste it, I'm like, I don't know what this is. I'm gonna put it up and sniff it. What's it smell like? Anything? Oh shit! So you taste it and sniff it. After I taste it and know it's bitter, I'm like, okay, maybe it smells like something. Like maybe it's like a. Maybe I've smelled it in the wild, so I just do the it same thing. Smell like, like anything you and... smelled in the wild, but instantly it kind of like burns your nose as it goes in, and your eyes kind of water a little bit. <sighs> we'll come back to you on that. <laughs> oh God! Did I just do cocaine? Oh, no, I think so. <laughs> For real? Oh shit, guys! I think so. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> We need to we need to grow to have all of his brain cells function. No, I don't really think anyone's here. Um I'm gonna try opening you the guys, door. As the two Locaros and Manny turn around, you see Rose over on the messy side, and it looks like he just got through putting something up to his face. Hey, what did what did you just do? Toro, no, don't don't <laughs> oh, this smell so good. What? Oh god. Is that guys? mine? You hear Fiora as she walks in and sees to grow. Is that mine dust? It doesn't mine smell like mine anything. Dust. Oh, it doesn't no. taste like anything. I rub it on my teeth a little bit. No, 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 no stop. No. No, Tagoro, put, put the bag down. Put out, the bag down. Stupid. Spit it out. <laughs> am, I, is, am, I, am I gonna die? That's mind dust. Uh, remind me what's what mind dust. dust. What's, what's mind dust? So, Lakeros and Manny, mind dust is essentially cocaine. It's a very addictive substance that um. is illegal in a lot of places. Um, <laughs> the more like like elvish and human kingdoms have outlawed against it. Down here in the Gnomish lands, especially in Slateport, it's not illegal. Uh, but, uh, yeah. For someone like Tagoro taking a hit of that, it's not going to be good for him. I go over to him and, and, I, and I ask him to hand me the bag. I, I haven't even picked it up. Like I'm, It's just open on the floor. I'm like, I don't know. I was just doing a finger. All right, let's get out of here before we get yeah, into more trouble. I'm going to go through the back door, though. Okay. I'm not sure about these Ollie Block brothers. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, Adam. I look fewer. Am I going to die? I mean, you're going to have an interesting rest of the afternoon, that's for sure. Well, he always does. I feel like I need to be on point for this. Oh, well, then you shouldn't have put that stuff in your mouth. I thought it was sugar. That in no way looks like sugar. <laughs> It's white and powdery. I, I figured it's either sugar or flour. What else would be white and flowery? Looking. Mine dust. <laughs> he was raised by wolves. He doesn't know what mine dust is. Oh, God. I think this is like his second town he's ever been in. Yeah, this is, this is the only time I've ever even seen mine dust. So I've, I've never heard of mine dust. Yeah. Um, just keep an eye on your buddy here because... Let me trip him pretty soon. Well, like, yeah, I'm always keeping an eye on him. Well, you're gonna need to take a double eye on him. Just Trust rage me. out of it. Uh, that might not be a bad idea. We'll see how this goes. So you guys walk out back, and you see it's like a shared yard area. You see an old dwarven woman who's like hanging up some laundry back here and whatnot, and she 
sees the four of you and kind of raises an eyebrow. Hi there. Sorry to intrude. Can I help you, boys? Yeah, we're looking for a friend of ours named Road. I don't know a Road. Uh, he looks kind of like a cat man. Oh, yeah. strange fellow with the Goliaths and the, the Nikogen girl this morning. The Goliaths. The Goliaths. I know the Nikogen, Nikogen girl. Yeah. <laughs> what, what Goliaths are you talking about? The plot oh, thickens. The, <laughs> the brothers this morning uh, had some cat looking fellow. I wasn't quite sure what I was looking at. Um, what, what do you mean had him? He was just with them, right? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, uh, the brothers and uh, this fellow of you're talking Road. about. And then, a, a, yes, that man. Uh, then a young Nikogen girl. And then. Where did they go? It looked like they were heading down to Len's uh, ship, the mermaid. Uh, they were moving that, that dang large contraption from back here down to the docks. What so, contraption? Oh, Git has this essential. It looks just like a metal ball, and he claims that you can use it to navigate underwater. But, you uh, use a metal ball to navigate underwater? Does I don't it just know. sink? Git says that you climb inside and can control it and whatever. I don't, I you wouldn't catch Oh, me you're talking that. about a big contraption. Like oh, you actually yes. sit in it? Fiora, mm-hmm. do you know, do you know where this place is? I know where the, you know, I, I know where the ships are. Yeah, I've, I've seen uh, Lindock's uh, ship before. All right. Well, maybe we thanks for the information. Yeah. No worries. Your uh, cat friend, your cat friend looked quite happy. He was perched on top of this while those two big Goliath men were pulling it out of the courtyard here. He looks like happy. our road. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. good. And who are these Goliath guys, though? I don't know who they are. Are they are they with Git? I've and... never seen. I've never seen them before. They look like they were pretty familiar with your friend. Oh, really? They look familiar with our friend. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, thank you. Have a great day. No problem. And I start pushing everybody. Yeah, man. We gotta hurry. Yeah, we gotta hurry I like now. This. My teeth are numb. Takoro, please focus. Takoro, we might need you to just rage, but we'll get to that. Listen, Takoro, mm-hmm. road might be in very big danger. Oh, that's that's not good. Let's go. Grab my axe. Start going. I don't know where I'm going. Uh, Tagoro, Tagoro, as Manny's telling you this, like, oh, okay. Everything <laughs> around, like, Manny just seems a lot brighter. Like, his hair seems a lot blonder. His coat looks like super full. Like, in fact, like, even looking down at your hands, it just looks like. Super oh, I got to touch that coat. I got to touch <laughs> it as he's talking so to me. Is- he's okay, looking fabulous. Buddy. Oh, God. I start like rubbing it between my fingers. <laughs> I look up at him. Okay, buddy. Uh, let's just go. I, I, <laughs> I, I will follow you to the end of the earth. <laughs> oh, I think it's settling in now. <laughs> so, yeah. Funny, um, I have heard that before. Fuck Percy. Let's go, Manny. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like this Tagoro. Now he's fully under the influence. We should so, give him more. 
No, do not do that. That's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> Manny, you're just happy that you're finally above Percy. Uh, so nice. you guys uh, follow Fiora. She's picking up her pace a bit more and whatnot. It's pretty crowded making your way down to the dock. So it takes you a little bit to get there. And she goes to where um, she indicates is where uh, Len keeps his ship, but you don't see the ship. Of course. Oh, man. Where's the the ship, Fiora? It should be here. So it's probably out there. She indicates out into the the bay. Of course you see a few. You see different size ships way off in the distance and whatnot. Um, some large, some small, like fishing boats. Do you think anyone would be willing to bring us out there? Maybe. I don't know. Um, she starts like scanning the area. So if you guys want to join in and help, you can go ahead and make investigation checks. Do I have disadvantage? <laughs> oh, yeah, Adam. You're at a huge disadvantage as all the colors and sounds are just like. Eating oh man! Now. I got a sixteen three. <laughs> oh, hold on. What am I rolling? Investigation. Investigation. Oh, juice! This is bad. I'm really disturbed. Uh, yeah, I got an eight. Oh well, you're better than Tagoro, who got a three with his advantage. <laughs> I got a sixteen. So. Okay. So, um. Goro, you're kind of tripping balls right now, so you're out <laughs> for helping. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Lakeros, you're kind of having a little bit of a panic attack, just kind of like stressing out. So uh, asking, f- like asking for help from someone is kind of not first thing in your mind. Manny, you and Fiora start turning to like anyone nearby on the docks and you see a human man who looks to be like just tanned from the sun and whatnot it's like carrying a crate as he walks by full of, like fish i uh walk up to him i say hey uh hello friend hello can i help you sir yeah actually i was wondering if you may have seen a boat called the mermaid uh yeah that took off this morning earlier uh any idea where it's headed uh I didn't stop to talk to them earlier because I was busy with stuff, but it looked like they were heading way out into the cove. Uh, I know, I know Git has his brother take him out there quite a bit. He likes to take his submersible contraption, whatever thing, trying to test it out or whatever. I don't know. He's a weird one. Git is. Lindock's okay, but Git's kind of eccentric. But yeah, no, they were, they had like a group with them. Um, one of those Nico gens. And then uh, I think like a cat person, possibly. Oh, I was going to say like a Nico gen having a bad day. Yeah, it's the and tabaxi then, is the preferred name. Oh, okay. That's, but okay. And then, uh, two big Goliaths were helping lift and carry get stupid ball onto the boat. Hmm. Is there any chance that you could take me and my friends over here for a little ride and see if uh, we could investigate the mermaid ship? Because they've been gone for a while and we were expecting them back. Kind of looks like 
he's kind of like sizing you guys up. Like, I mean, I'd make it with your while. I'd I'd offer two gold for a little, you know, just a trip there and back. Roll a persuasion check, and since you're offering advantage, all right, I will take that. Eighteen, so twenty-eight. Yeah, sure. Uh, Two, yeah, I'm two golds more than I would make in a day, anyway. So. Yeah, let me just uh, get this stowed away, and you can follow me over to my little skiff. Uh, just All you right. guys? Just us. All right, yeah. So uh, he indicates to his small fishing boat um, with its one sail and everything, and uh, he starts getting that ready to go as you turn. Fiora looks like she just got through talking to somebody as well as she meet your gaze and she's just like do you learn anything from anybody yeah well they uh seem to get on the boat and head out with the big metal ball thing this guy's they didn't little... look like they were in trouble or anything did they no which is really strange but i still want to go check it out so the guy that i was talking to is willing to give us a lift in his ship or in his oh, boat nice you're welcome Good. to tag along if not, I might have an idea that okay. only would require the two others. So let's join them. Oh, okay. Uh, Lakeros, Tagoro, as you guys are having your moments, uh, Fiora and Manny return to the two of you. So we have a uh, boat that's willing to take us out. And I have an idea. Since we don't really know what's going on, I could make you two invisible, uh, pointing to... Lakaros and Tagaro, and it might give us the edge if you two are invisible, and if I get in any trouble, you could sneak around and possibly get the jump on any enemies that we run into. Okay. I like that idea. I'm touching his coat again. <laughs> and I'm agreeing with everything he says. Tagaro's looking at you intently, nodding his head slowly with wide eyes. Oh boy. Tagoro, Listen to me, Tagoro. I, you need to let go of this cloak. Can I borrow it? <laughs> can I wear it? You can wear it tonight if we get rode back. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> we'll be right back with the rest of the episode after a quick word from some of our other fellow podcast friends. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. Come all ye sailors and scallywags, and join the crew of Flintlocks and Fireballs, a D&D podcast following a band of privateers sailing the seas of Napoleonic Calcinia. Catch us at flintlocksandfireballs.com every Tuesday at 7pm GMT or on Podbean, iTunes, YouTube and more. You can also follow us on Facebook at Flintlocks and Fireballs or Twitter on at FlintlocksDND. Fair seas and natural twenties. No cracking storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Greetings, friends. Cassie here with an exciting announcement from Party Advantage. We are planning a special bonus episode coming in December, a behind the DM screen where we answer all your show questions. We would like to invite you to send in your questions about the cast, characters, campaign, 
any other Farwind or Arius info you're just dying to know about. There are a number of ways you can contact us with your questions. You can email us at partyadvantagepodcast.com. Send us a message on our Facebook or Twitter using at Party Advantage or hop on over to our Discord server by following the link in this week's episode description. As always, if you've been enjoying the show, please take the time to review us wherever you get your podcast. Reviews help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can bring you even more exciting content. And whenever you find yourself wanting to know more about our show, the campaign, Arius Farwind, or about our fantastic players, please make sure to check out our website at partyadvantagepodcast.com. You'll find it full of character backstories, lore, maps, and much, much more. Thank you so much for listening. And now, back to the show. After you find yourself weakened and and unable to uh, fight back, everything goes fuzzy and black. And and you uh, black out for some period of time. When you later find yourself awake and you find yourself in an iron cell with heavy manacles around your hands, legs, and neck. Your weapons and whatnot have all been... Uh, taken from you and you find yourself in a dark uh, creaking hole presumably on this galley so as your head begins to clear you happen to notice somebody lying next to you in your cell <sighs> on the pirate ship captain dickbeard all right yes uh, captain dickbeard <laughs> that's <laughs> fuck that dude um all right so i will uh i'd like to take a quick sort of assessment of the cell here um, as well as the individual lying next to me. Do I, do I recognize them? Yeah. Uh, upon inspection, you notice that it is Naomi uh, lying kind of like curled up, like in a fetal position next to you. Mm. Um, you notice that she also has manacles around her, her wrists and, and legs as well. Um with her, she's facing you, and you see that it looks like she has a bit of a black eye starting to form. And you also notice that she has a collar or a, a manacle around her neck as well. Uh, the space that you guys are occupying looks to be about maybe five feet by five feet, so it's very tight mm. here. Okay. Well, that digs it road, especially the the fact that she's back in chains having seen the tan lines mm-hmm. uh, last time um, so is is she appear to be asleep or unconscious or it appears I mean uh, it. I'll just go ahead and give it to you uh, she does appear to be uh, unconscious okay um, have I'm assuming that this rest did not count as a long rest but I don't <laughs> Nah, technically. Okay. Nah. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna burn a cure wounds on her then. Um, okay. So uh, just to to get her back up on her feet. 
Okay, you place your hand on her shoulder and yeah. let the magic trickle out. Uh, and that's a five. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, her eyes slowly start to come open as she blinks a bit and she looks up. She takes a moment. She starts to sit up and then as she pushes herself up, she notices the heavy collar around her neck and her wrists. Mm-hmm. And you see her ears, her ears just kind of droop and her shoulders sag. I tell her uh, not to give up hope yet. You know, there's essentially that we're going to kill these pirates one way or the other. Neither one of us is ending up as a slave ever again. Uh, <laughs> she she doesn't even smile up at you, hopeful. She just, th- this realization and the position that she finds herself once again in looks to have just like wrecked her. All right. So sort of putting that aside for the moment, I would like to do a um, maybe like an investigation of the cell here. See if I can find anything in here that we can use. Okay, go ahead and make an investigation check. Okay, and that is a modified 20. All right, so as you begin kind of pushing yourself up, are you standing up and looking around? or? Uh, I I think at first I'm going to sort of try to like look Sit around on the floor here first. Kind of like maybe sift through the, I mean, are we on deck planks or, or are we on like? As, as you're looking down at the floor that you're sitting upon, it looks to be made out of some sort of metal, like iron or, or some okay. such. So, okay. Well, uh, and the bars are very, very close. They're thick and mm-hmm. they're very close together. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, I'll start by sort of searching the floor and then I'll sort of work my way up eventually standing. Um, you see some like scratch marks and scuff marks on the floor from previous occupants there's very little straw you know kind of thrown Mm -hmm. in here it's almost like an animal cage as you uh, Mm -hmm. are starting to really take a a look at your surroundings Um, Mm -hmm. as you look through to to through the bars to your left you notice another similar cell and in there you find uh Len sitting his knees up, his arms kind of draped over them. He looks pissed as hell, just staring straight ahead. His brother, uh, Git, is sitting like crisscrossed, mm-hmm. legs crossed. And you see he's like ner- nervously fidgeting with his hands, his eyes darting around, sweat just covering his face. And mm-hmm. it's very dimly lit in here. I'm assuming that there's a a lock on the door of some kind there it's there is a lock but it's not like a padlock okay what kind of lock is it uh, as best as you can tell it looks to be it looks to be moderately solidly made like fairly intricate okay. like this isn't just like an easy crack open kennel so i'll see if i can very quietly get the attention of len uh and uh and get Lynn like get notices you first and he nudges his brother and nervously points over at you and Lynn looks over and he's like oh hey you're you're awake cool yeah uh so how long have we been here you guys you guys um, know as far as i can tell a couple of hours i have no sense of where if i know we're still on the boat we're still on the ship i have no idea where we're at though for all I know, we could be further out into the bay or 
I don't know, halfway around the, the coast. Well, a few hours. We can't have gotten too far. Um, uh, they fucking wrecked my ship. Well, you're going to have this one at the end of the day. So we're going to call that a win. Um, <laughs> so did they take everything from you guys? And you know, did they leave you anything, anything at all? I got fucking nothing. They even took my repair kit and they even took fucking Gitz's glasses. So that's awesome. Huh. Uh, the two big fellas you brought along, they tried to put up more of a fight once uh, he points over at Naomi. She tried to fight back as soon as you blacked out. So that mm. asshole popped her good across the face. And then, uh, yeah, a bit more of a kerfuffle. So that was awesome. Uh, I assume the others are further below the, the ship or being held somewhere else. All right. Well, you guys are good with with tinkering and things. Any any thoughts on these locks? I'm sure you've had a look already. Yeah, I took a look. I don't know who designed these, but man, they've got some skill, almost like Guildmaster level of uh, metalworking there with those locks. Hmm. And I don't know, it seemed like there was also perhaps, I mean, I'm not super magically inclined, but eh, picked up a little bit here and there. But yeah, these also seem to be somewhat enchanted. So I'd be careful how much mm. prying about we do these because I don't know what will activate, what will result if we try to fuck with them. Mm. All right. Um, mm. So question for you here, DM. Mm -hmm. Um the the chains that we're in are we chained to something or is it just like hands and legs you know bound to themselves like yeah it's just hands and legs bound and you know okay. around your neck as well so okay. it like goes around your neck then droops down onto your your manacles and then connects to your legs Okay, but so there's like a there's at least a little bit of a stretch of chain there. Yeah, there's it? a little bit of a give, but you're not going to be able to take off running. Right, 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 right. Of course, of course. Okay. Um. Hmm. Can I uh, can I do a perception check see if I can hear anything anything from the rest of the ship? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> an eleven. <laughs> Uh, you hear the splashes of water and the creaking of the ship. That's about it. But I can hear splashing water. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then we can't be too far from the outside. Uh, yeah. Else we wouldn't be able to hear that. Um, it looks right. like you guys are being held in like a cargo section, like a separate smaller holding space okay so you see there's a couple other cages that are empty that are similar build to your guys's and then larger crates and stuff there's no like portholes or, or windows or anything letting in light mm. all right well we're commodity now which means that they need to keep us alive if they're going to get a return on their investment here. Uh, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do with two uh, gnomes, but I'm not going to lie. I'd imagine you two would be super prized commodity. Yeah. Or just little dead weight. I hate to say it, but 
I think Naomi is probably going to fetch the highest price, at least in their eyes. Uh, so I turn to Naomi at this point and I go, have you ever tried a, a ruse? <laughs> uh, and so essentially I hash out my plan for her that, that if, if she's the one that they think they're going to make the money off of, they're going to, she's going to be the one they're going to be the most responsive to if they think that she might, uh, she might die on them. Um, and so what I think that, you know, sort of tell them that, that I think we should do is, uh, is that I'll start, you know, shouting as though I've just woken up and I can't wake you up. Just pretend to be completely unconscious. Like when they okay. hit you, you got a concussion and you're slipping, uh, you know, in, into death. See if we can get them to come here and open up the, the cage. Uh, okay. And if they do, we will just great guns, try to surprise them, you know, and at least push our way out uh, of this section here. All right. right. Quiet. Once we attack quiet though, we don't want to alert the rest of the ship. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. And so I, uh, I sort of relay that to, to Din and and get, and see if they're on board. Oh yeah. Len gives you a thumbs up. Okay. Uh, Get kind of gives like a nervous nod and whatnot. Again, his eyes are like he he just looks like he's really struggling to keep his shit together. And we already know he's not a very composed guy. Okay. All right. Well, if they're if they're ready, then uh, all right. Then I'm gonna sort of lay back down as though mm-hmm. still very much like groggy and befuddled from whatever hit me, uh, and I'm okay. gonna start. You know, after Naomi lays down, I'm going to start. She sort lays of down. I just generally, her. yeah, yeah, start, start generally because sort of like pushing her and starting off quietly, but then more loudly, mm-hmm. still in sort of like a slurred, groggy voice. Naomi, wake up. Go ahead wake. and make a perf. Well, yeah, make a performance check <laughs> as you're doing this. <laughs> Another one of my shitty, shitty skills. Uh, it's a. Th- 13 after my minus okay. one modifier it, it takes you a while you uh getting it, character it, 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 <laughs> yeah getting into character that whole like okay I, i'm not much of an actor but who knows you see naomi she lays down and she looks completely still like and for a moment it kind of like catches you like oh is she okay but okay. you see her breathing ever so slightly all right so i, I shout something to the effect of like oh she's not breathing Oh shit, she's not breathing. Like Naomi, come on. <laughs> like <laughs> let's see if see. I can as, as you're sh- shouting after a few minutes and whatnot, and uh Lynn kind of just like, wow, that really sucks. Maybe, maybe she could like kick you in the nuts real quick and then we can hear some desperation in your voice. And uh after after that, goading you get a bit more into it and whatnot, and you eventually hear footsteps starting to approach. Um, a set of very heavy footsteps, and then uh, you see a floor hatch open uh, about 10 feet in front of you, and coming down a, a ladder, you see, <clears throat> not even climbing down, almost just dropping down with a heavy thud, and then standing up to her full height, a giant Goliath woman um, with uh, shaved 
head and like a mohawk down the side, tattoos all down her arms and the side of her neck. And uh, you see she's got this maul on her back. Mm-hmm. And then uh, shimmying down behind her, you see a human male, smaller, slighter build man who nimbly drops down and and stands next to her and they both begin approaching the man kind of looks over and he's just like okay hey fella what's calm down kitty cat what's going on she's not breathing you son of a bitch somebody hit her too fucking hard yeah it's because she was being lippy with the captain (laughs) yeah she's lucky that's all she got well she's goddamn dying how are you gonna sell her if she's dead he uh takes a step closer woman still kind of like standing back just watching she hasn't said anything yet but she's keeping an eye on you know both cages and whatnot as he approaches he approaches close and you see he peeks through the bars and whatnot he's just like hey bitch you okay hey tap her real quick i push her hard she's not breathing oh he's gonna be pissed oh shit you see he goes over to the woman and she reaches into a pouch to her side and hands these heavy keys and um, he comes over and uh, begins fiddling with them and you see he sticks three keys into three different slots of your cage and he twists them all in different times and whatnot and you hear three clicks and he begins to open the door and he tells you uh to scooch back yeah can i memorize the pattern that he did go ahead and make a intelligence check straight up intelligence nope okay Uh, (laughs) that was a six (laughs) oh you try to but his hands move very deftly okay with the keys and there's there's at least 25 keys on on this thing and they're all thin and slim and have different ends. So, yeah, as soon as he slips one back in with the rest of the group and then the next one, and the next one, you kind of lose them in the mess of them. So uh, before he opens, he tells you to scoot back towards the back corner so he can come in. Which I do. You do. He steps in and whatnot. The woman takes a step forward and you see uh, she's got one hand on a uh, sheath dagger on her side, and you see she's just still silently staring at the four of you. He comes over and and begins to check on Naomi. You see, again, he kind of, like, nudges her with his foot, and you see then he, like, kneels down over her to, like, hear her breath and whatnot. Okay, So so as he does this, I would like to spring past him and I would like to use my uh, my racial trait of feline agility to double my speed so that I can get to the Goliath. And I want to use my bonus action to make to do Slayer Prey, Slayer's Prey. Mm-hmm. And I want to see if I can hit her hard enough to knock the wind out of her so that she can't raise an alarm. Okay. Um, I knock guess just go ahead out. and yeah, go ahead and make a. An attack, uh, since you don't have weapons, I guess it would be an unarmored strike, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I have claws, so. Oh, there you go, yeah. yeah which I'm proficient in, thankfully. <laughs> so, I would hope so. <laughs> uh, uh, not my best ever, but it's a modified 20. Okay, yeah. Um, it, uh, you, you 
quickly dash past the the human before he can turn around and react to you. And you come at the woman before she can even pull out that dagger. You get her square in the sternum hard. Um, but you also like this woman is fucking stone when you hit her. So you're also going to take a little bit of, of like damage to your wrist. You take just four points to your wrist. Okay. <laughs> Since you weren't expecting how strong, she, you know, how thick, thickly built she is. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll your damage though. Okay. Uh, so that'll be uh, 10 with my Slayer's Prey. Now, are you pretty much punching her or are you clawing at her? Really what I want to do is catch her right in the diaphragm. Okay. So that she like, so it literally like just knocks the wind out of her so that if mm-hmm. she tries to yell, she can't. Okay. Okay. So I'll say you successfully are able to do that. She takes a, it's more of like a muted, like, yeah. When, when you hit her and she takes a step back, but she quickly like regains her footing and she's just like bad choice as she goes to attack you now. Ready for it. All right. So right now she's just using her dagger. She hasn't pulled out her maul yet. And your AC is a. Uh, so it's an 18. 18. So she just misses you. Um, right. She still hasn't quite regained her breath yet. So her swing just misses uh, your, your shoulder. Okay. And now I guess we'll do an inish roll. Alrighty. And what was your inish? 10. Oh, buddy. <laughs> it's not a good roll night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what's the name of your new character? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I made him just oh. in case, because I'm not doing this the easy way. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are not. Uh, it's not the roadway. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not going to have the gnomes roll because they have no way of getting out to help. Right. However, do you want me to roll for Naomi so she can try to assist? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Just want to make sure. So the human is going to go first. Alrighty. So he sees this and he dashes or rushes out of the, the cage and moves in behind you okay that one a 19 hits and yep. you take you take okay. three points of damage three points of damage okay mm-hmm. so you are next okay um so i would like to see if i can uh jump up onto uh the half or the uh, the goliath okay uh, and wrap the chains from my wrist around her neck. Okay. Rotate around to her back and hold them tight. I want to see if I can strangle her while sort of riding her back. Let's see. Go ahead. I'll have you either, whichever one's your highest acrobatics or athletics, go ahead and do that. Oh, it's most certainly acrobatics. Okay. Uh, uh, 16. Okay, yeah. And then, so you're able to quickly, as a cat, leap up and angle yourself around her, hop behind her back, and you throw your chains around her neck, and you begin 
you know, choking her out. So go ahead and make a strength check for that. Okay. That's only a seven. Is that a strength or an athletics check? Um, let's do an athletics check. That would make it a 10. Okay. Yeah, so you're starting to get... It's pretty moderate. I mean... So she's going to use her turn to try to contest you on her. Okay. So that would be... So I would roll yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So you want me to do acrobatics or athletics? Uh, I'm okay with whichever. I, let's okay. do athletics since you're trying to okay. hold your position on her. Okay. Yeah, it's not going to be great. That's a nine. <laughs> she rolled a nine, too. So you both are. She just, Sweet. So condition yeah. doesn't change that. Yeah, yes. so, <laughs> you don't gain, but you don't lose any position. All right. Well, so <laughs> and Naomi is going to quickly. Oh, is it possible my turn to just sort of quietly hiss out to Naomi to see if she could tell her to drag that human back in the cell and close the door the the cell door yeah the yeah. cage yeah 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 i'll give you that speak action or talking that's the deal okay she uh quickly steps up all right so she's going to cast arctic inspiration on you real quick okay and then she's going to come out and try to uh grapple him yeah, surprisingly enough, even with her small, slight build, she gets the drop on him before he has, after he slashes at you and your uh, attacks against the Goliath, uh, she quickly uh, pounces out and just hooks her arm around his neck real quick before he has a moment to react and then just quickly just jerks him back down, like jerks jerks him down and back into the, the cage. Okay. And we are back with you. Okay. Um, I am going to continue to try to strangle the life out of this okay. giant woman. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. That's, she got a net 20. <laughs> and I got a natural one. So that's oh, okay. <laughs> so what happens is, is if you've ever had a cat like jump up behind you on your shoulder, like my asshole cat has done, uh, <laughs> she, she just takes one of her big arms and just puts it behind her and behind your neck and grabs you by the scruff of your neck mm -hmm. and just jerks you down and throws you to the ground. Mm. so you are about right there your right. head almost hits the cage of Len and gets and with that she puts her fingers between her her lips and lets out a loud whistle shit alright so so now it's back to her she is going to this time reach behind her and grab her and move to attack steps over you to attack okay well that was a shitty roll a five five six. yeah no she misses Whoops. she's still recovering from like she goes to slash at you while her other hand is kind of like at her throat like rubbing where you had the chains around her neck 
She looks pissed. So, all right. Uh, Naomi's turn. She is going to, she's going to cast hold person on the human just to make sure he can't get the drop on. Yeah. All right. Yeah, he fell. So he's securely held in place. Good, good, good. good. That's at least one good note here. Yeah. So. Um, all right. Means. So, yeah, he's held for his turn. So we'll just continue to skip him and go to you. All right. Um, so I'm prone on the ground with Lady Goliath over <laughs> me, huh? Yep. Um, uh, so if I could, from my prone position, roll around and behind her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that should be 15 feet looking at the map here. And then I can, yeah. then it only takes half my movement to stand up. So that would be all my movement. Mm-hmm. Uh, could I then see if I could give her a push to at least get her closer, if not into the cage itself? To your guys's, to the cage that Naomi's in? Yeah. If she's already okay. whistled, I, you know, gotcha. the, the gotcha. surprise is lost. Now all I can do is mitigate the number of people I have to fight at once. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll an acrobatics check to okay. get behind her. Uh, it's a 10. Yeah, I'll say, I mean, she's a big gal, so she doesn't move as quickly as you do. So, okay. yeah, she, you're able to get, is that where you're wanting to go right there? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. there. So, I so can, you're able to get behind her. And okay. what was your next And action? I want to throw my weight against her to see if I can, if not, okay. if not knock her into the cage, at least knock her closer to it it. go ahead and uh do another athletics check for that that's a nat 20 holy shit yes (laughs) (laughs) so with your uh being spurred on and, and whatnot like fuck this whole situation and everything about it throw everything you have into just shoving her forward and uh uh you're, I'm going to say, yeah, you're, you throw her so hard that she trips on a, a slightly piece of wood that's plank or floor that's kind of bent up a little bit. So she trips and then the rest of the way she falls and lands flat on her stomach on top of the human, by the way. Yes. <laughs> All right. So I yelled at Naomi, get out of there and she, close the door. Yeah. She definitely jumps out and slams the gate shut. And, uh, and, and. Yeah, you guys oh. have a, a moment before backup arrives. All right. What do you uh, want to do? Uh, if there's any way that I can quickly like reach through the bars and pull off a weapon or two, uh, I would like to do that. Uh, your choices are the dagger that's actually at your guys' feet. It will say that that one fell out of her. Okay. And the dagger and then... I don't know if you'll be able to pull them all through the bars. So neither of them have any ranged weapons. All right. At least you have the dagger. Dagger it is. I've got. Yep. All right. So. um, Do I have. Gets both excitedly jump to their feet and whatnot and come over to the bars and Lynn's like, all right, Catman, Nice. So what's the rest of the breakout plan? Uh, Is there any way that I can grab that pouch that had the keys in it? 
or am I going to risk an attack of opportunity if I do that? I'm going to say you're going to get, I mean, you can, but you're going to get an attack of opportunity. Ah, screw it. They can't pull me out. I mean, they can't pull it through. <laughs> anyways, so. Sure. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to see if I can snatch it from them. Okay. Let's see. The man's not going to be able to, cause he's got an orc on top of him or not an orc, a Goliath, Goliath on top yeah. of him. Let's see how she does. Uh, let's see. A t- modified 20 hits. Yep. So she still, even though she fell, she still has that maul clutched in her hand. And as you reach your hands through the bar, she takes a swipe and it just gashes across your forearm. Okay. Did you take 11 points of damage from Great. Okay. So, uh, okay. Um, after you, you, you get the, the bag, the pouch and pull it through, but you just have this nasty, uh, long gash across your arm naomi gasps and she sees that and she's going to cast cure wounds on you okay and you take 15 health back 15 health okay sweet uh all right um terrific okay so if i'm going to toss the keys to uh to lynn and git and say they i'm expecting reinforcements here their reinforcements here any minute so you guys work on getting yourselves out i'll uh i'll fight them off all right len begins going through the the keys as quickly as he can and trying different ones on the the locks the locks is the lock on their cage is similar to yours three holes different Mm -hmm. shapes and all that um so yeah you you hear multiple footsteps approaching now so you have just moments before the hatch opens up again what what is your plan so is there a space behind the ladder uh no okay it's like flush against the wall here yeah oh okay. that's terrible is there space behind like on on the other side of the cages from the ladder like behind naomi like yeah like here Okay, yeah, there's just a little bit of, there's just that much space between that wall okay. and, and the cages. So and we've got some boxes, crates here. Okay. Another I'll cage right the... there. Okay, let me... Crates, uh, bags and stuff. As soon as those pop up on my screen here, I will yeah. tell you exactly where I want to be. Okay, and then... Uh, so yeah, like I said, this wasn't a very big room. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. Um, I guess for the moment, uh, I wonder if I can. Is it is it one lock or multiple locks on my shackles? Like, is it like a single? Like, are they connected by like a single like padlock or are they like it a looks lock like each lock set it looks like each set has a lock so um and then the one for the the neck is in back like behind your neck yeah okay um all right you do see that Len and gets don't have manacles or anything on them it looks like there's nothing that like they were just tossed in here as an afterthought. All right. I I guess in the in the moment that I have before people are before um 
be, you know, before reinforcements arrive mm -hmm. here, I would like to tuck myself uh, back behind. So I want to sort of move to where I to where I showed on there so that mm -hmm. so that the the two pirates in the cage there see that direction that I'm going. Uh, and then I want to double up and around to say here. Okay. So that, you know, they know that I'm in the room, but, but they don't necessarily know exactly where I am. Okay. Uh, and then I'd like to try to, if I have any extra time, I'd like to see if I can do a quick attempt to like pop the lock on my wrists. I will give you one action to do that real quick. All right. So are you using strength or I want to see if we like, want to do like slide a hand to I want to see if I can like use the dagger to gotcha. maybe trip the lock. I was going to say okay. go ahead and do it with disadvantage though since yeah you're right. not Okay. All right, so that means that my um it's uh, my lowest rolls of 15. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, you managed not to cut your wrists. Oh, good. <laughs> with a good that. start. <laughs> your arm's already bleeding, so it does take you just a quick second to make sure the, the, the blade doesn't slip through your hands as you're, you know, mm -hmm. bleeding profusely still from, well, not profusely. She did heal you a bit, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're able to at least get your wrists free in that moment before the hatch opens up. Okay. Who comes down the hatch? <laughs> you see the guy from before who started all of this just saunters Cap down. Captain you see Dick he <laughs> You see he is accompanied by Surprisingly, a uh, Shah Alanis elven woman. Hey, what? I'm sorry? The Shah Alanis, the high elf. Yeah, okay. Race. <sighs> yeah, she's the one who I think made me go nighty night. So. <laughs> uh, you see a halfling woman also drop down. And then a big, another giant Goliath man who's dressed very similar and it almost seems to have matching tattoos to the mm -hmm. Okay. Drop down. So these four drop in and see all of this. And uh, the man's just, he spots Naomi and he's just like, well, what do we have here? A little kitty cat got out of her kennel. Where's your, uh, where's your friend, sweetheart? She just, takes a step back trembling a little bit in fear he mm. takes a step forward see he's got um a long sword in his hand as he surveys the room he spots his two folks in the cage and he's just like huh that's mildly disappointing so what weapons does everybody have you see the elven woman has a long brown staff in her hand. Okay. And it has an amethyst uh, stone at the top. Okay. You okay. also see she has like a rapier to her side. The halfling has a crossbow bolt loaded and, and 
um, pointed towards Naomi and the gnome. Uh, The Goliath man has just a fucking huge ass hammer. Okay. So, can I make an action? You can make one action. Okay. Uh, Not an action and a bonus action then, huh? All right. So, (laughs) I will hold. Okay. I will hold then. I just want to see, I just want to stay hidden for the sec for the moment mm-hmm. um until i can take a full a full turn okay okay so he takes another step forward and uh this time the halfling you see she steps up and is kind of pointing her her crossbow bolt towards the gnomes cautiously and whatnot you see she's got like a nasty scar along the side of her cheek Goes up and whatnot, dirty brown hair. Um, the uh, elven woman looks very composed, uh, and whatnot. She's looking at the the two compatriots in the cell with contempt, and you see the Goliath man just kind of, kind of like that stare straight ahead that the Goliath woman had when she first came down the steps and observing everything. Mm-hmm. So he's still standing by the the ladder. Okay. So the man steps forward and he's just like, well, looks like it's just you and me, sweetheart. Since your friend appears taken off without you. Uh, I mean, I can make it worth your while. And I don't know, maybe we could see about taking your, uh, your collar and leash off if you're willing to be a little bit more complicit so she she backs away again and you see like you can hear her chains rattling with with nervousness and whatnot uh he he looks around the room one hasn't spotted you yet and he's just like oh mr kitty cat it would be a really sad thing if i had to uh add a little extra bruise to your friend here she's got quite the pretty face can make this easy for her if you just come out like a good boy. Wait a moment. Let me know when I can take my full turn. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, takes one more step and waits. And I'll say you can go ahead and take your full action. Here. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to cast Hail of Thorns as a bonus action Okay. Uh, on the dagger that I've got. Mm-hmm. And I am going to chuck it at wizard lady, whatever the high elf woman is. Uh, having uh, so I'm gonna so that since it's at a range, so if I throw it, it becomes a range attack, which means hail of the thorn should work mm-hmm. on it. Uh, so I will make that attack, uh, and that is ooh, very nice. That is a twenty-three. That. Uh, just hits a 23 just hits okay (laughs) all right well that's still a 1d4 plus a 1d10 which comes out to 14 plus my dexterity monitor which is plus five so 19 points of damage uh nice and hail of thorns has a five foot radius on it Mm -hmm. so so Anybody within five feet of her should must also... Must make dex saving. Yep, dex saving throws. 
uh, or take the full 10 damage and half as much on a successful one. It's a DC 13. DC. All right. The halfling makes it. Okay. And wow. Uh, the Goliath just makes it. All right. Yeah, he well. just got a 13. So, but I mean, good shot. <laughs> so what I want to do now is I want to use, since I didn't move, since I haven't moved for several minutes here, mm-hmm. I want to, again, use my feline agility to race forward, and I want to snatch the rapier off of her. Off of the elven woman? Yes, that I just blasted with this hail of thorns. The halfling will get an attack of opportunity against you since you're crossing in front of her. I am okay with that. I okay. want that rapier. I need a finesse weapon. Okay. All right. So you can go ahead and do that, and she's going to get an attack of opportunity. And let's see. You said you're an 18? I'm an 18. So she just hits you. It's fine. And you take take seven points of damage as she shoots off her crossbow bolt very quickly. Okay. All right. But I've got the rapier? Yes. Sweet. All right. Shit's about to get real, boys and girls. It is. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, the, the man turns around and occurs and he sees you like, oh, there you are. Too much of a good kitty cat to run away from a pretty face, aren't you? Yeah. I mean, kudos for getting this far, man. Um, I would advise you, though, maybe think this through. Oh, already have Captain Dickbeard. Um. <laughs> <laughs> he gives a chuckle. Huh, that's a new one to add to uh, the list, fellas. The Goliath, the man standing over there, he gives like a chuckle. Well, we're in this till the end, so let's do this. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's your life, man. I'd rather because, I mean, first off, <sighs> indicating towards you, I've never seen a house cat walking on his legs like this. And I think I could cat fetch a pretty good price for you. Yeah, well, we'll see about all that. So I would like to definitely start some combat here. Okay. (laughs) So I guess we'll just do a niche again. Okay, sounds good. That's at 11. (laughs) You're last, my friend. It's all right. Save the best for last. I got this. <laughs> and uh, let's see. So man's going to go first. He's just going to take a step forward. And okay. he already has his long sword drawn. He's going to attack. Now he's going to be going non-lethal damage. So let me know once mm-hmm. you are uh, down. You say that with such certainty. Uh <laughs> I mean, there's there's four of them and one of you. Yep, well. <laughs> <laughs> and Naomi can only do so much. I've had worse odds. <laughs> All right, okay, so. they're Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he's going to attack. Okay. Shitty roll. Five damage. Motherfucker. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> but... <laughs> His keys get to go next. You seem so downtrodden that I'm not having the crap kicked out of me. I just want to point this out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he gave you every chance to surrender, man. 
Yeah. To what? A life of slavery and servitude? No. I will burn this galley to the ground. Road don't go out like that. <laughs> Road ain't no bitch. No. <laughs> okay, so the enemies are going to go next. I'm just going to group them all in one roll just for time saving sake. Okay. And that is a 14. So they all miss. Yahoo. Cool. The axe, or not the axe, the hammer comes crashing down. Just you feel the whoosh of air just across your face as it slams hard onto the, the floor. A crossbow bolt goes flying past the side of your face, and the uh, elven woman tries to shoot off a spell, but she's still reeling from the the thorn attack and the dagger, the dagger and thorns and whatnot. So she, her magic misfires and whatnot. And okay. Naomi is next. How about healing work? So you take the full eight points of health back. Okay. Okay. And that is her turn. All right. So. And you are up. Okay. So, um, how are Lynn and Git doing with that lock? You see, Len has one key successfully in the hole. You okay. heard it click just behind you as you jumped over and grabbed the uh, rapier from the elven woman. Okay. All right. Um, you hear him fumbling around with the next key. Okay. So I am going then to... Uh, you know what? Let's keep going at the, the elven woman here. So, mm-hmm. uh, first attack, uh, you said a 23 just barely hits, so a 17 definitely doesn't. Mm-mm. Okay, well, second attack, ah, that is a, tw- a plus, this is 22. Uh, 22? Yes. That's a 23 to hit. Since you're going, you're still going for the elven woman, right? Yes. You're shitting me. A 23 to hit. Okay. Uh, all right. That's fine. That's all I've got then. Right, other than I move my Slayer's Prey to her. Okay. Uh, so. Uh, yeah. Uh, assessing the situation, you get that. Yeah. This is definitely the woman who incapacitated you earlier. And oh. she appears to be very strong. Well, then she's the one to take out first. Uh, okay. So that, I guess, is my turn then. Okay. Back up to him. He's going to attack. It's a 10. That misses. And that misses. So both of his attacks miss again. Uh, so the enemy, the other enemies are going to attack. Uh, let's the halfling. 22 hits. Mm-hmm. Eight damage from her. Okay. The Goliath. Jesus, he cannot hit for shit tonight the one I had my money on for taking care of this shit. (laughs) 
You know, this isn't reassuring, Cassie. <laughs> You're fine. What, you're not dead yet, Road? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Said um, the DM to the player. All right. So. Don't, don't be like that. <laughs> I need you to make a wisdom saving. Okay. As she's able to regain her composure and cast a spell at you. Okay. I'm looking for a DC of 19. Uh, yeah. Okay, I feel that. Okay. You are confused. Okay. Or One minute. Can't take a reaction and must roll a d10 at the start of each turn. Alrighty. So you are confused this time around. Great. All and right. it is Naomi's turn. Okay. As she goes over to the cage to help Len out, so he gets uh, an advantage on getting the next key. Okay. So, well, let's see if I can have her do anything before she does that. She's going to cast. Have her cast blindness on the man. Okay. So you see she quickly sings out uh, something in a different language. You expect it sounds perhaps dwarvish or, or some such, but it sounds a bit more guttural coming from her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and whatnot. And you see the man kind of like react to it but he looks to recompose himself he turns his head ever so slightly he's like nice try sweetheart as he turns his attention back towards you so that's when she decides to move over to help the gnomes out of the cage okay and it is your turn and I need you to make a not a saving throw um roll a d10 please okay that would be a seven creature uses its action to make a melee attack against a randomly determined creature within it. There is no creature within its reach. The creature does nothing. So I'm going to roll a D3 to see okay. who you hit. I'm okay with any of those options. Yeah, I was going to say, it's a good thing you don't have any of your allies. Around. <laughs> That's why I like being quartered. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, and you get to attack the man. Sweet. All right, so for my first attack, I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration on that. Uh, So that is a 19. I'll say that hit. All right, so first attack with the Rapier then does 12 points of damage. Okay. Uh, And then my second attack... uh, That is a 24. Oh, shit. Yes. And that is 13 points of damage. Fuck. Nest weapons. Dexterity-based characters. God damn it. Yes. (laughs) (sighs) I always forget that rangers are nest fighters and not just like bow and arrow. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. Son of a bitch. Okay. <laughs> so you do that. Uh, <laughs> don't sound so disappointed <laughs> that I'm fucking up your villain. All right. <laughs> he he looks very mad after that attack. For those of you playing the home game, you can't see me <laughs> dancing in my chair right now after <laughs> those attacks. Anyway, carry on. And, and for those of you who can't see me right now, I am pulling out the big guns. <laughs> I am a poor loser. And I'm the DM, damn it. <laughs> Remember, this is supposed to be collaborative. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I always forget about that. I get so competitive in battle. <laughs> uh, no worries. All right. Let's do this. All right. So it is his turn. Mm-hmm. He is going to... Dirty. Okay. So you see he... Uh, after you attack him, he fits some blood to the side and whatnot. Now he's got, instead of looking composed and cocky with swagger, he looks menacing and dangerous. As he's just like, oh, wrong choice, my friend. Could have made this easy for everyone here. He reaches a hand out back behind him, and you see lightning start, electricity starting to form around his wrist and fingers as he shoots off a blast of, of lightning that strikes Naomi. That's a natural one. She gets hit right in the back as she's helping Len. Just as they both put the right key into the second hole, she gets blasted with um, lightning. And with that, you see sheer like back arches as she lets out a painful scream and then she just crumples in a heap to the ground and he just turns back at you with like almost fire in his eyes as he's just like drop the sword all right i look him square in the eye unblinking unwavering and i just say eat a dick (laughs) <laughs> and then I drop the rapier. All right. With that, uh, the Goliath steps behind you and pushes you down on your knee as he uh, starts to... Well, first he re-puts the manacles around your wrist and kicks the, the rapier away and uh, pushes you down onto your knees as the man steps before you and whatnot. Again, he wipes more blood off the side of his face from where you hit him and everything. He's just like, now, you and I are going to have a nice little talk here right back in that little kennel I put you in. And you're going to behave. Got that? Oh, don't know the meaning of the word. Hmm. You will. You (laughs) will. Big talk from such a little dick beard. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I like you. You could, you know, before we cross paths, I think we would have gotten along smashingly. Oh, I don't know about that. Eh, never know. Another time, another place. You were a completely different human being. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I guess uh, we'll never know now.
Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord server and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. Find us on Twitter and Facebook using at Party Advantage to check out fun posts, polls, and special announcements. Don't forget to send in your questions for the December bonus episode to partyadvantagepodcast at gmail.com. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back next week for the Farwin Saga run by fellow DM Rob Kerr. Will the party find an advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.